0: Konnichiwa. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Nihongo Master podcast. I'm your host Azra, bringing you Japanese cultural and language content every week. Study Saturday is our language series where we introduce useful, bite sized grammar pointers in an easy and fun way. Today's episode is super special because it's our 100th episode. Hooray! And as a way to celebrate this joyous occasion, I've asked the other team members behind Nihongo Master to join me today, including the big boss. It's going to be a fun one, because we're still going to do a Study Saturday episode, just joined by a few friends. And if you've read the title, you know that we're going to be going deep into Jiko or self-introduction. We'll look at what a Jiko is, when it's used, Jiko etiquette, and ending off with a few Jiko examples by the team itself. What a better way to get to know the people behind the scenes. So, in a way, it's part language learning, part interview kind of episode. Okay, enough of me. Let's bring everyone else in. Joining us today is Taylor, Diana, Nikki, and Jesser. Welcome to the show, everyone.
1: Hello. Hello. Hello.
0: So, before anything else, let's have everyone do a quick introduction in English first. We'll have plenty of time for the Japanese one. I'll go first. My name's Azra. Sometimes people call me Az. I'm from Singapore, living in Japan since 2018, and on an ongoing Japanese language learning journey. I'm a content creator for Nihongo Master, writing for the blog and podcast, which I also host and produce. Outside of Nihongo Master, I have my own fashion business as well as other freelance writing work. Now that's a fun fact about me that I haven't really shared much on the podcast.
2: Hey everybody, I'm Taylor Dondich. I am the founder of Nihongo Master and a fellow Japanese uh, language student. Really happy to be here.
1: And I'm Diana McQueen. I am Outreach Coordinator and Marketing Director, and I've been with Nihogo Master since March, and uh, it's been a blast, and I love, you know, meeting all of the people who tune into this podcast online and helping them further their Japanese studies, because I am also a Japanese scholar, as the rest of these people are.
3: <laughs> Hello, nice to meet you. My name is Jesser A. am Nihongo's Master Software Engineer. I live in the Philippines. My hobbies are biking and reading manga. And my favorite manga is One Piece. Nice to meet you.
4: Konnichiwa. I'm Nikki. Um, I am the Social Media and Outreach Manager at Nihongo Master, and I am from the U.S. Perfect. Okay.
2: So for, for the longest time, Nihongo Master was a team of one, just myself kind of building out all the tools and everything and we've slowly accumulated more team members along the way. So, um, you know, as Diana mentioned, she's been relatively new with us, but, uh, we've had Nikki join us as well. Jesser has been, uh, writing software for us and we've had some people come and go, uh, as, as the years have gone by. And I've just been really excited about the talent of these people. Azra, you've done such an amazing job, uh, with our podcast and, and really, um, bringing what we do to the masses through audio form which is awesome you know I think we do a great job of digitally you know trying to teach people the Japanese language but you've really added a voice to us and and so I'm super appreciative of that.
0: Okay thank you (laughs) I got lots of compliments there I'm so so happy. (laughs) (laughs) What are your feelings about working with Nihongo Master?
3: great and it's pleasure to me because uh <clears throat> I don't have any experience in vue js uh, just a little and but in Nihongo master I've learned a lot and I've gained experience so much uh, it's happy to work with you and Nihongo master
0: <clears throat> perfect
2: one of the things that that um you know Jessor mentioned he mentioned like vue js and we use a lot of technologies actually at Nihongo master and you know master has been around since tw- uh 2012 Um, and during that time, the tools have evolved all, all over the place. Like, I don't think, you know, the students know that everything that we've built to deliver lessons and, and the tools to help you accelerate your Japanese language education are all home built. It's built by us, you know, fellow students. And so we take a look at what works and what doesn't, um, and all of it's custom built. So, uh, for, for to contribute to that, um, is fantastic, but, um, you know, the technology is all custom made and it takes a team to kind of keep it all up and running. So it's all very exciting.
0: Wonderful. It's nice to know the bit of back end to that thing as well. How about Diana? How's your experience working with Ngo Master so far?
1: Uh, it was really uh, it was really uh, fun finding an opportunity that um, where I could use a lot of my different skill sets, uh, including Japanese, but also working with people like in other cities and across the globe like that's really cool and i haven't really had an opportunity to do that except for you know like occasionally would have a phone meeting or something like that with another department that's in another but this is much more intimate and um it's really cool to interface with other people who have are basically jack of all trades too um that's kind of where i'm at i'm i'm not really like an entrepreneur but um, I do have lots of different things, like I'm an actor, and I'm also a model, and I'm also uh, an artist, and, and also a web designer and all these other things, so uh, it's nice to find a team where, you know, um, you just kind of, like, dig in where, where you're needed, and, right. and, then, and you get to learn stuff,
2: too and you use all those tools here as well I'm not mm-hmm. you know I'm not model material by any means but um, you know you mentioned I haven't, like, haven't le-
1: yet had to model yet I-
2: <laughs> we'll, we'll sure. find a way somehow we'll find- <laughs> uh, just as long as I'm not on the cover I think we'll be okay uh,
0: <laughs> but, Ev- everyone else but Taylor <laughs> yes absolutely we all have very nice headshots. that's all
2: I know <laughs> to your point though like you're a jack of all trades and that's a good way to say it because we all ta- wear different hats with Dehogo Master because we're a small team and you know we have to Market. We have to program. We have to build out content, and so we ask a lot of each other. And uh, you know, when when Diana was looking to join our team, um, you know, we don't have like best practices or like concrete marketing examples to follow or anything like that. We we kind of just build it as we go, and we try and figure out what works and what doesn't. Same with like podcasts, same with our, our social media feeds. You know, Nikki has been doing such a great job in growing our following there and creating content uh, for our social media feeds. Um, and, you know, we, we learn as we go. And um, I, I, I just, you know, having such, you know, people who can wear multiple hats and everything is, is absolutely a blessing. Um, so
1: so if you're listening and you've interacted with us on social media, that's mostly Nikki but also me if you're on YouTube <laughs> or TikTok.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think Will I be. think with I think with Diana like leading the helm of our marketing, you know, we've actually got a really good plan in regards to getting as much visibility out there to as many Japanese students as possible around the globe. And that's really the the whole point of it, right? That right. that's the point yeah. is you know, the honor master is 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 not worth anything if people around the world aren't using it to, you know, achieve something in their life whether it's, you know, a new job uh travel romance you know anything <laughs> like that um you know we're proud to be a part of um to help fuel that and that's what makes this all worth doing
1: yeah we love hearing about how nihongo master has helped people achieve things in their life like hearing from users all the time getting that feedback is
0: really important
1: uh,
2: yeah
0: yeah no i get i get like People find my private Instagram as well and you're like, oh, I listen to your podcast. That's amazing. Uh, I'm like, whoa, how did you know? <laughs> oh,
1: speaking, yeah. Also, you're also a fashion model and also an entrepreneur. And so yeah. <laughs> you do all kinds of stuff. That's cool. Why yeah. is everyone a model but not me? <laughs> Jesser, are you a model? Jesser Jesse Jesse has a Jesse. really nice photo. Yeah, like where is that from? Look at Jesser. He's a model. We can tell.
3: I'm just editing my picture in the show. <laughs>
2: wow, I need to get better at Photoshop then.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we've all just introduced ourselves and also we introduced Nihongo Master. Um, and in Japanese, introduction is Jiko Shokai. So what do you guys think is important in an introduction? Well, obviously the name. I think that's the most important.
2: Yeah, it, it would be good to kind of know who's talking, right? But, <laughs> um, you know, in... It's weird, like, in, in it, it differs across cultures, like, what's appropriate, what's not, and, um, you know, what I learned in, in Japan is, you know, obviously there's different variations of formality, mm. right? There's people that, you know, that you go to school with, or people who are friends, people you've just met at a pub or a bar, and then there's people in a formal business setting, and each one has its own uh, unique style of, of kind of a greeting, mm-hmm um but you know starting off with with um you know you know hi <laughs> or <a laughs> hi, we must be um uh, <laughs> yo,
0: <laughs> yo. <laughs> you know
2: but yeah so in different areas of uh uh of Japan and how you've met these people it's going to it's going to play on that um but mm-hmm. obviously you know some form of greeting um you know where you're from. I think it might be important, especially if you are in a business setting. Like what what company you uh, you belong to, mm-hmm. um, potentially what you do for that company. Mm. Um, and you know, one thing that I found was kind of like a promise that your mm. future relationship will be positive, mm. right? In some way, like if it's a formal setting of saying, "Hey, I'm you know looking forward to doing business with you" or something along those lines um or a pleasure yeah. to meet you yeah um, i think those are those are important elements
4: i think in japan when introducing yourself there's more of a format a lot of times you mention where you work um and if you're introducing yourself in a, a career setting or a job interview a lot of times you'll mention your future plans when it comes to work in the u.s we we don't really have that we kind of just <laughs> go with the flow when we're introducing ourselves
1: yeah Definitely, like even in, especially in the more formal settings, the whole mm. "dozuyoroshiku ne mm. like the "please be nice to me" <laughs> or like yeah, ho- hope for the future is definitely a, a major pull.
2: Yeah, yeah, you know, if if you say yeah, absolutely, "yoroshiku ne is you know, it's it's basically just saying hey, this is our first time, but that mm. implies hopefully our relationship will continue.
0: Yeah. Right. Yes, I agree with mm-hmm. Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what I would notice is if I enter, like, a new company or a new group setting, they will go, like, right, everybody, let's do introductions. And, like, in English, you never do that. You're, like, oh, my name's Azra, blah, blah, blah. But in Japanese, you have to kind of signal that this is jiku time, you know? Mm. Yes,
1: yes. So many, so many formalities, rules, uh, yeah, different levels of organization Mm, (laughs) official mm. officialness
2: (laughs) that and that's that's interesting because i've only really been to japan for 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 pleasure right only for trips and for vacations and uh things like that so i have never really been in a much more formalized business environment um to do a greeting so is there anything Azra, from your perspective that really stands out where you were in this might be more interesting where you might have been surprised that that was included
0: Usually, there's a standard format of your name, where you're from, what you're working as, and this in a more casual form. You usually talk about oh your hobbies. I have how many f- kids or my family. And I was like, whoa! I thought I thought that was a personal thing. Sometimes some people are a bit more personal about their family and kids. Some people are, are but then in a jiko um, in like a group friendly setting, you can say that. So I was like quite a bit confused. So can I can I say that or not? You know that kind of thing. So sometimes there's like that 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 rule that you don't know whether it's okay to say or not, so mine's always just short. It's like my name, where I'm from, my company, Yoroku <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: there's been two situations that I've had to and most of them have been formal uh I've been a uh, gakse, which is a foreign exchange student i or or like in a student group visiting school, so that so that was like three times. And then I also applied to be a Delta uh, airline stewardess. And I got really far in that process. And one of the final in-person interviews was this big day-long thing. And we had to do an official... It was, it was a Japanese language airline stewardess. So I was going to be doing the Japan-Asia legs. And we had... Japanese fluency was one of the requirements. And it was when I wasn't rusty. <laughs> and we had to stand up in front of... Uh, the whole group and jiko Shokai to everyone, uh, very formally and you know, keep it to like four items <laughs> because there are like mm. twenty other people. Um, mm. but yeah, the school trips were great because it was very like they wherever we went, there was a schedule. And like the only time I got out of the formality of the schedule was when I was just kind of on my own and I had met friends. And then we could say whatever the heck we wanted. Like, I know that there was probably a hierarchy, but they were like, ah, here from America. We don't care. <laughs> so it finally got to relax at some point.
0: <laughs> there was uh, one time where I did do a bit of modeling last year and then I had to do like a casting. So I went there and they're all Japanese. And I was like, whoa, okay. And they're like, oh, can you introduce yourself? Um, can you also say what's your favorite Japanese food? And I was like, what okay <laughs> so that was like <laughs> they can request for you to add something into your jiku shokai, basically
1: yes yes that definitely like they, especially the school trips they were like well we want to know what you like about Nara or you know oh you're visiting uh, Sendai what what have you learned about Sendai
0: do you guys think there's a difference between introducing yourself in English and in Japanese
2: in in English hello follows a lot in regards to to the initial greeting but in Japanese you know you have the different variations based on the formality and uh, more importantly how well do you know this person Um, and so those play together and it's just nuances like that and um, it's it's you know as a foreigner I found if you mess up a little bit there is some leeway in that (laughs) Mm. um they're more forgiving of that because hey you're even you're you're just trying (laughs) and that's pretty impressive um but um to respect that and to acknowledge that that there are different levels and to you know kind of understand each of the levels i think is pretty
0: important yeah what do you think diana is there any difference
1: yeah the i was just thinking about how like we they have very rigid ways of doing formality like there's different words there's different verb endings and ours is a little more nebulous and I feel like and, and it is it's the same in a way like if you have societal power or like power in a in a meeting you know like you would be more casual than I guess other people who are trying to show respect to you which makes sense but then all of my experience um in the industries i've been in in america it's like they want to make it casual because it it takes out all of the anxiety or all of the like you know oh it's it's okay you don't have to worry about it we're all we're all friends here you know it cuts through all that they hate that in japan mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't know if it's hate but it's like they, i i feel like that's a huge cultural disconnect where you know you can't cut out if you cut out the formality you're being rude or you're off the map like we don't we don't know how to act and yeah, it's very different.
2: And and sorry, I'm I'm gonna go again. No. <laughs> go but <ahead>. um <laughs> you know, physical language I think also plays a part, right? Mm. Um in 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 English or American kind of society, you can kind of see people shaking hands and even coming in to shake hands or even You know touching a shoulder or an arm while shaking hands um, or not shaking hands or just kind of giving a high five or whatever Um, physicality plays a part there and it does also in in japanese culture right everybody as a japanese student kind of learns kind of an honorific bow and you know when you're bowing and if you're not in like martial arts or whatever you kind of look down right like you're paying your respect to this person that you're greeting um but i know that also shaking hands tends to also be acceptable in in japanese business etiquette um azra living there have you know what what have you kind of seen in regards to formal settings more handshakes more bows combination
0: more bows i would have to like put my hands in front of me um and and just like have like a a bit of distance from them because they they prefer that but so i wouldn't I wouldn't um, go out with a handshake unless they start to to, to do it, mm. just out of respect. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that usually would, that yeah. would make me play an awkward dance, right?
2: <laughs> I was watching, I'm watching your hands very closely <laughs> to see, <laughs> to see the cue.
0: Usually after the whole like oh hajimumashite, it's usually like the the business card, the meishi first, and then mm-hmm, yes. you look at it for like ten seconds. You go hmm hmm, even though it's nothing interesting, you're like hmm. And then you like, you look at them and then they start their jiku mm. So that's the formal, the very formal setting. And it's still mm. very like pra- more practiced now as well. Yeah. Business cards. Uh,
4: business cards are huge in Japan. A lot of people have them and a lot of people give them out when they introduce themselves to someone else. Um, it's really interesting. Uh, it's not just a career thing, you know. People will just hand them out just so you have a way to contact them and just so... You know who they are if you ever need them in the future
1: so um if and and for those listening at home uh please check the nihongo master blog at blog.nihongomaster.com for a very informative blog post by azra about bowing bowing degrees it's very specific (laughs) and uh, and 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 they're very forgiving but if you if you can practice bowing to a very you know very specific degrees you're all good Uh, you'll surprise everyone (laughs)
2: did you notice that nice plug by our marketing director
0: (laughs) she She just went through the whole list
1: if you enjoy this podcast you might also enjoy (laughs) Uh,
0: that was very
2: interesting because you also mentioned business cards and like i said i don't i've Mm -hmm. never really had to exchange business cards but that also is a big part of business etiquette there right and and i like i like how you're like politely looking at it even if it's not really exciting
1: and don't put it in your back pocket. That's what I learned that in high school. Ooh. They're like, do not. that yeah. Like, look at it and hold it until the other person goes away. And then maybe you can put it. Because Americans just like pop it in their wallet and then put it in their back. And that's like.
2: You don't want to be fumbling, you want to look prepared.
1: Yes, yes. and also that's like a huge insult, apparently. Yeah, <laughs>
0: it's like if you put it in your back pocket, it's like you're basically sitting on them because it's like your your butt. <laughs> or good. you're
2: pulling it out of your butt. and you're yeah, like, oh, you're oh, like oh, I don't, I don't not... want that. Mm-mm, mm-mm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> in- inside the coat, maybe? Yeah. I've always just um put it right in front of me on the desk until the whole meeting is over, um, and then everyone keeps it away. So you see like your business cards just lying out, and everyone just stared at it, and... It makes me self-conscious because my business card's not that good, but I have to always have it with me. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you're like, what, what What? are you looking at? There's nothing on it. Just don't look at it. I've had business cards like every year of
1: my professional life and I've never used them in America. Like they all go in the recycle bin after I leave a job. And I feel like in Japan, I'd be using every single one.
2: So um, just I was prepared um, I actually have Nihongo Master business cards made. Ah, nice. And um, I don't know if we can see this. <gasps> Those are is. very nice. Yes. Yeah. But this was my favorite part is on the back. <gasps> oh, it has oh, a guy on it. This is nice to meet <gasps> you. Yeah, so uh yeah. So we'll we'll prepare business cards for everybody. Uh we want Azra to have some cards to hang out in formal business settings. But I hope yes, that this yes. I hope that this episode uh lasts into eternity. But right now we know that it's October in 2021 and we're still kind of dealing with COVID and everything. And you know, we just mentioned handshakes. We also mentioned uh, exchanging business cards has that changed at all uh, uh, that you see in Japan, Azra?
0: I think because their culture is originally like just n- without much physical contact, that it doesn't matter. So, mm-hmm. um, I think they do. If a foreigner does like give a handshake, they go, oh, I'm sorry." Just, for, but then it's more understanding because of COVID reasons. So mm-hmm. that's gotcha. the only um difference I I see now. Yeah, I
1: actually had a question about bowing amongst friends like is bowing just like if you're meeting a bunch of friends out at a coffee shop does no one bow is do people do like the head bob is there like a half bow
2: like, you head butt yeah.
1: <laughs> that's a really <laughs> close friend you yeah just knock <laughs> no <laughs> um
0: it depends on how familiar you are with that person if it's like your best uh, really good friends um you actually can go for a hug um you can also just go which is so weird because like you know this person so well you go ah oh, bye and you're like okay but um you can tell when they're not close when they just do the the nod um so you can tell they're like ah oh, they they probably went out once or twice in their whole friendship right. yeah
1: my senpai in college I think I confused her a bunch of times because I would be like wave ba- bow and she she was very <laughs> very like she wasn't like formal with me but she was very proper you know and so she was like. I want to have fun, but also I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> like she tried to like match me, and I like always kept her yeah. on her toes because I was like I don't care.
0: <laughs> um, but if you're going out with um like colleagues, even if you speak like informal language, at the end of the whole drinking session or whatever, you have the whole like oh like you bow like almost ninety degrees nice. to kind of thank them for their meal or for the time that they spent. Oh, absolutely. With you. Yeah.
2: But, you know, if any any of our listeners are uh, familiar with maybe, you know, Japanese people visiting their hometown, um, and you've had to go through the greeting and everything, um, how does that work? You know, has there been a little bit of confusion? Were they expect, was there some form of expectation? Um, because, you know, we all try to respect and honor the cultures that we visit, right? Ideally, we do. Um, and so, you know... Knowing that the Japanese culture is much more formalized and that there is a process that you should be following, and in, for them to see just the wacky world of Americans and how <laughs> we do things—the um, grab bag, yes, yes—there <laughs> there might be grabbing involved. Um, like, how do they interpret that? How you know what is their interpretation of that, and um, is it is it too too forward? Terror, you know, um, because. You know, you, you hear stories like um, in, in, in France, um, they also have a whole different style to, to greetings, um, to how they communicate to each other. It's, um, you know, I visited um, uh, France a couple times and it's much, it, it can come off abrasive, whereas Japanese culture and greetings are much more formalized and, and filled with niceties and so um i would only assume it's my assumption that you know for japanese natives to travel to say paris or something like that as a nice destination uh to be a little you know uh s- surprised at, at at just how different it is just like how we're talking about how different it is for their for their greetings to us you know i'm sure there's a nice interesting perspective from their end
0: what i do notice um especially with like with uh, when i speak to my japanese friends and they go Oh, I get weird responses when I introduce myself as, I am called blah, blah, blah. Because if you translate mo- tomoshimasu, it's I am called this or you can call me this. So when they like Google translate it or whatever into English, it sounds not, not as like, not as um, colloquial as, oh, my name is or I'm blah, blah, blah. So I do get like that kind of response. It's like, ah oh, people, people react weird when I say I'm called blah, blah.
2: I, that's how I greet people normally on the streets. Hello. I am called Taylor. What are you called?
0: <laughs> what do people call you? <laughs> sometimes Superman, sometimes yes. Azra. You, know? <laughs> you mean to my
1: face? <laughs> yeah, or
2: yeah. <laughs> behind my back i I go by right, I, I go know. by mini names. <laughs>
1: like that's right. My reputation precedes me. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so we did talk about how it's so formal and more formal than in English especially in um for jikushoka in Japanese like Moshimas, you know, that's that's how you would introduce yourself in a formal setting except um not in like oh watashi no namae wa cuz that's like from what I heard when I went to classes here, it's it's more it's more basic, so if you go to a business setting, it's you have to say to yeah. And
1: and then there's keigo, which is like which is, I guess, tomoshimas is a keigo ending, mm. uh, which is like the, f- the formal language that like, it's like learning, I don't know, it's like learning another word for all the words you already know.
2: <laughs> and, and that's why they're neat, they're, there are specialized training classes in business etiquette in, in, for Japanese, um, u- utilization of business style Japanese language in, in business settings, because there is a lot of intricacy to it. Um, that uses more formalized, you know, structure that, that, you know, high school or, you know, beginner college level uh, Japanese language students just don't recognize. And so, um, you know, there, there, are, there are books out there and maybe we can even come up with a few um, blog posts and some lessons for our students on, hey, if you're going to do business in Japan, here's some lessons to help you out.
0: We actually have two episodes on basic kegels. So Season 6, Episode 6, and Season 6, Episode 9. So if you want to know a bit of uh, basic Keigo, you can head over that one. There you go. We talked a bit about like some of the jikoshokai etiquette, like business cards, bowing, not handshake kind of thing. One thing I did notice whenever my Japanese friends introduce themselves is they won't talk too much about themselves when it comes to work. They will go, oh, I'm a salaryman, or I'm, I'm an engineer. And that's it. You know, we will talk a bit more about our, our roles in the company, but for them, they don't talk as much. Um, they don't like talking about themselves too much, I think. Do, do you guys agree?
2: Well, oh, I think, yeah, I think this is where I feel because I love talking about myself.
1: Same. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel self-conscious after a while, but also. But I mean, that's, it's,
2: it's interesting because it's also like um, you, you don't ask questions about it. You just accept it. Right You just say, "Oh, I'm the CTO for so-and-so," or I am the founder for so-and-so." Um, and you don't ask questions about it because you assume that those details will come out later. But in in American business, that is your first opportunity to show that you're like a thought leader or an expert in that field. So you kind of like just go into it like right away. You know, you say, oh, I'm the, the sales director for so-and-so and, you know, we do this in our sales process and we've expanded our uh, annual revenue by these numbers. And that's typical to be in, like, in, 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 in American uh, business scenarios. I hear it all the time. And it's like, wow, you're your number one hype man. Like, you, you're talking up a big game. But in, in, in Japanese culture, you just kind of give your title, the company that's it. You just, you just assume that this person already deserves the respect. You don't need to, to be, to, to profess everything that you know. It's pretty interesting.
1: And I'm wondering how, how far does that, um, uh, inside circle, outside circle thing go for like, when you, when you talk down about yourself and your and your inside circle to people in the outside and like, does that happen in business too? Cause aren't you like, how do you, I guess sell your company to someone uh, but still like lower yourself in front of them. I, that's, I would like to know more about that.
0: <laughs> um, I think from... Well, I've never pitched my business I... in Japanese before. <laughs> but, <laughs> but from what I can hear or from what, from what my Japanese friends tell hmm. me is it's just a humble form that they, if they want to say something, they just use the humble oh. form of Kego. Yeah. That clears everything so.
2: up. And I think that's I uh, think, yes. yeah, I mean, ego is is frowned upon, I think. Um mm. and there's a difference between humility and self deprecation, right? So if you know, if, if someone was to come to you and say, Oh, your company is, is the best at so and so, when you come back with humility you say, We just you know, I th- I think we do the best that we can versus oh no, 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 that's not that's y- y- that's not right, you know. You you accept it, but without praising yourself, and it's a nuance. Like business language is a nuance, and I assume, and again, I haven't had too much experience in Japan. That it's even more nuanced. there. It's like a little game, game of who's who's got more humility.
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> who can be more humble? It is. It is a game. I was like thinking of like, um, them prompting um, foreigners to do jiko shokai. They're always prompting them to, like, well, tell us all these things about you. And so I feel like foreigner introductions are much more egocentric only because they want to satisfy the curiosity of the people who they're talking to. Because, you know, like, if it's a group of students, they're all interested where you came from and, like, what do you like about Japan? And so they want to know your perspective. And I feel like that's a really... um, specific situation like from Japanese people to other Japanese people would not that wouldn't happen
0: yeah yeah definitely I get a lot of questions yes. a lot of right. questions I'll keep it to like two sentences and they go oh they ask like more and like five different questions and I'm like okay I don't want to talk about me but sure <laughs> I'll go on and on about it
1: <laughs> yeah and and my background is so random and and confused like so I'll try to like you know narrow it down to like one job title or I I do this you know but then they're like well, what do you mean by that and I'm like oh god okay <laughs> like how long do you have <laughs> it's like so it's like yeah. what part what part of my job history do you want you want here in this conversation who, who am I today <laughs> you know because I don't want to overload them with information and doing it in Japanese is even even harder
0: yeah so no yeah I'll just like introduce myself as a writer drop that and that's it that's I good. wouldn't even go like, where, I, where am I from? I'll just like, I'm a writer, full stop. <laughs> ah, what do you write? I'm like, oh, don't get me started. <laughs> That's
1: right. That's good. That's
0: good. I was going to ask, Jesse, um, what, do, what would you include in your like, introduction? I just will just say our
3: name and uh, our job and where do we live and our hobbies.
0: Oh, okay. Hobbies as well. Is that common um, in the Philippines to talk about your hobbies during introduction? Uh, Just uh, like, uh, it's uh,
3: to widen your words.
0: Ah, Okay, okay, that's
3: a good one. Uh, For example, in our class and our college, we will say uh, my name and where do we live.
2: Interesting.
0: Okay, now let's move on to the juicy part, the actual jiko shokai. We've done the introductions in English, let's have it in Japanese. And let's not forget to apply the tips you brought
2: up before. Who wants to go first?
1: 皆さん、こんにちは。初まして日本語マスター
4: Hajimemashite. Nikidesu. America Jin desu. Yoroshiku
3: onegaishimasu. Kunichiwa, Hajimemashite. Watashi wa Jesse Arimoto desu. Nihongo master no sofuto ya enjin desu. Watashi no shumi hajitencha note no temaanga wo yomokotedes.
0: Watashi no ichiban suki na mangawon pisudes yoroshiku nigaishimas. Okay, let's not forget about my Although I bet our listeners are well aware of who I am already by now. Hajime mas watashi no namae wa azura des. Toki-toki itobito wa watashi o azu to yobimasu. Singaporel shushin de 2018 nihon ni sundeimas. 私は Wow, thank you guys so much for joining me today for this special 100th episode. It was so much fun discussing about jikoshoukai and how important it is to have a solid one.
1: Thanks for listening.
2: <laughs> no, I had a great time. This was awesome as really getting us all together. Uh, thank you so much. Hopefully, hopefully we uh, we had a good conversation for our listeners and to our listeners out there. Thank you so much for taking the time to uh, to, to listen to us rant and ramble. Um, appreciate it and uh, looking forward to uh, maybe hearing from any of you in regards to feedback and what you want to hear and see out of uh, Nihongo Master.
1: Follow us on TikTok.
2: Stop it with the plugs, Diana.
1: <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry.
0: Diana will be doing the trends. We just we want to hear from more people on
1: TikTok. <laughs> We're having a lot of fun over
3: there. I will just say, yeah, uh, thank you for uh, listening. And nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> Arigato,
0: Azra-san. So by now, you'd know the importance and significance of a strong jiku Whether it's in a casual or formal context, it's always good to have one prepared beforehand and ready whenever asked. Oh, and now you know the amazing people behind Nihongo Master. Killed two birds with one stone there. If you enjoyed this special team interview episode, let us know on our social media platforms. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Oh, and what do you think of this combined study Saturday episode, where it's not just me discussing the grammar and more of a conversation? Let us, know. Let us know about that too. And if you're keen on paying up some more Japanese for yourself, pop onto our official website, nihongomaster.com, to learn more about our interactive online learning system. At Nihongo Master, we offer efficient Japanese lessons that are quick, easy, and fun for Japanese language learners of all levels, beginners to advanced. Our smart tools will assist you in areas where you need a bit of a push and congratulate you on the ones you base. Get a subscription today and get a head start on your Nihongo journey with Nihongo Master. Thank you so much for listening to this special episode. Join me next time, where we'll be looking at another interesting part of the Japanese culture and language. Mata ne!